that sounded kind of scary <laughs> oh my gosh i just spilled my diet coke okay we're off to a great start um i forgot how to podcast hello my name is kate um if you forgot i am the host of this podcast thrive medic and i wanted to come back and just do a solo episode kind of share all of my updates and what i've been up to for the last month or so and kind of just talk about mental health because i don't know mental health is like my thing that i like to talk about i guess um anyways i just moved to arizona if you've listened to the last whatever amount of episodes i've been talking about moving and telling everyone that i've was about to move and all that and I am finally here I'm in Tucson Arizona and it is absolutely amazing so incredible like I could not be happier to be here it feels so right being here and just like calm like it's weird because I'm in a completely new place um I came all the way from northern Michigan and it's freezing in Michigan and my body does not enjoy the cold so this is just like so incredible it's so sunny here all the mountains all the cacti it's so pretty here like I was shocked at how much green there is with all the plants and stuff like that um it's just it's not like complete desert but I came at the perfect time I moved right in the middle of October so it's like fall here which is the perfect weather it's been like 75 to 85 every single day just super sunny absolutely amazing so I'm loving it it's great um I'm living with my aunt so grateful that she's letting me live here for a little bit while I figure it out Um, anyways, aside from that, I have been really focusing on Thrivebetic and doing a bunch of art and stuff like that for the brand. Um, it's been amazing. I've been so inspired and just like having so much more fun with my art. Um, if you follow me on Instagram right now, my handle is at Thrivebetic. And if you will look on there, I've just, I've been doing such colorful, fun art and I've been loving it. It's been it's been getting a lot of attention lately and I just I feel really good about it. Um it's been a lot of fun. So I'm continuing on with that and there's more updates to come with that. I also updated my website and it is looking pretty colorful and bright. Um there's not a ton to the website, but I do have a blog on there where I've kind of been blogging about the different topics that I've also been talking about on this podcast so that that information is in written form. I also took some time to make a community resources page and kind of just listed out some amazing nonprofits. There is some great nonprofits for anyone who is like struggling to get supplies or insulin things of that nature. Um, there is a couple really great nonprofits listed in that blog post um, that help people to get what they need and all of that. So if you want to check that out, that's on my website, thriveabetic.com forward slash blog. Um, and yeah, there's a couple other ones on there too. And I'll just be continuing to write some of those and see where it goes. And other than that, um, I did almost die. <laughs> that sounds horrible to say. I don't think I fully realized that like I actually almost died, but I did. Um some some angel or something is protecting me because I don't know, I just didn't realize how scary this was. So basically what happened, and I tell the story so that 
other hopefully other people this will not happen to them or maybe they'll be more conscious of it I have no idea but I shared this story on my Instagram stories when it like the day after it happened and I actually had a ton of people message me and say that they had the same thing happen to them and so I think this is actually pretty common but basically what I did was I accidentally entered the wrong amount of insulin right before I was going to bed so that was horrible timing um instead because I have a tandem pump now it's touchscreen and I'm still getting used to it and I never had this problem with Medtronic I had the Medtronic pump for four years and I don't know for some reason I do think it's easier to just like type in the carb amount and how much insulin you're taking on that one um versus the tandem I don't really know why that is maybe that's just a me problem but like I said, what what I did was I was having a snack before I was going to bed and I was just like watching TV, hanging out, and I meant to put in eight carbs into that box of the tandem pump, but I accidentally clicked on units and I put in eight units. So I took eight units and I was only eating eight carbs and if anyone doesn't understand that, eight units for me would cover 80 carbs and it is not often that I take an eight unit bolus like I can't really even tell you the last time I took an eight unit bolus unless I was having like Chinese food plus dessert like that's what I would take an eight unit bolus for so I didn't realize it um there is like on the tandem pump there is a like there's safety features and stuff like that of course like you have to you have to click twice um a check mark that verifies how much insulin you're taking but I do this every single day, like multiple times a day. So of course, like I don't pay too much attention to it, at least before I didn't. I would just like click the the check mark and say we're good to go, not really pay too much attention to it. Um, but yeah, after this happening, I definitely am more conscious of like double checking my boluses because I just forgot that insulin is lethal and it can kill you just as easily as it can help you to survive every day. So um, yeah, I guess I kind of just forgot that <laughs> for a little bit. Like I said, I've never had this happen to me before. But anyways, I went to sleep that night and um, luckily I woke up probably like an hour or two later. I think I went to bed around like 10.30. I think I woke up around like 12.30 or something like that. And I was very confused when I woke up, but I did turn on my lamp and or I was trying to turn the flashlight on my phone, actually, and I remember being confused as to where it was. Like, I was clicking, like, different buttons, so that was obviously a sign that I was low, but, um, and I did check my blood sugar first. I don't know why I didn't just go straight for a juice box, but I, I, like I said, I was a little bit confused because I was very low, and my blood sugar ended up being at 29, which is, I think, a 1.8 for anyone who uses, like, I think it's millimole or liter. I don't know what it is, but whatever. You get the point. It was very, very low. And, like, people, I don't, I didn't realize this. People go unconscious or, like, can be unresponsive at around, like, 40. And I was at 29 and I was dropping still. So, I don't know. I just, like, I think I had like two juice boxes and then in the middle of the night and then I just went about with my night. I, I was feeling like absolutely horrible. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I woke up the next day and I was kind of just like, wow, that was crazy. But I am like realizing to the full extent like that was like very, very scary. And like the fact that I went to bed and um, I could have like not woken up from it is 
insane. That's crazy. So I don't know. I just say this to say that I feel very lucky and I feel like someone, something is watching over me and I am just thankful for that. So now, like I said, I'm more cautious of bullseying and just like double checking and stuff like that because I do not want that to happen to me ever again. So let's switch to a better topic of conversation. Some exciting things. Um, since I've been having so much fun with my art and just like loving making colorful art, but also spreading um, just awareness about diabetes and then talking about the mental health side of diabetes. I have decided that I'm going to make a book and I've been talking a lot about it on my social media. I'm so, so excited about it. I currently right now am a little over halfway done with creating it with the content of it. It's not going to be like a long book or anything like that. It's going to be about 24 pages and it's all of my like super colorful designs and it's just going to be all about like how to thrive with diabetes essentially and just the messages that I've already been sharing about like going easy on yourself and giving yourself grace and just like living alongside diabetes instead of like always looking towards the negative and just feeling burnt out because that of course happens like this is not a toxic positivity book like I'm not saying that every single day is like rainbow and sunshine and sunshine for me with diabetes it's more so just like to spread positivity in the diabetes community and if anything this is like really written for my past self this is like written for my like 13 year old old self that was like about to go off to high school and like just hating life with diabetes honestly like so insecure about it and just like just feeling like I didn't know if I was going to be able to live like an amazing great life because I had this huge burden and this huge obstacle but now I'm here and I just like like I said I live alongside diabetes and not every day is amazing but like I have found a way to make the best of it and found a way to feel good about it at least like 90-ish percent of the time which is such an improvement for me and I just where I'm at right now with my life, I'm feeling so great and feeling like I have overcome so much in my life and I'm so proud of that and so happy about that and I just want to spread these messages and spread this artwork to other people. So I'm super, super excited and the book will be coming out mid, probably um, mid-December, maybe beginning-ish December we will see when I get that done. Um, I'm not setting a deadline for myself or anything like that because I do just want to put my heart and soul into every single page and just like enjoy the process and not feel like I need to meet a deadline or anything like that. So, um, you know, pending on when it's actually going to be released, but it will be coming out soon and I will have that available on Amazon. I'm going through Amazon Direct Publishing to get that out to people and I will have more updates on that on my Instagram at Thrivebetic if you want to follow along the journey of that. Um, I'm also not keeping any of the contents of this book a secret. Like I am just I want people to see the contents of this book. Like it it's so incredible to me and I don't care if you buy the book. I just want to share the messages. Um, so like I said, if you if you don't want to buy the physical book, that's totally fine. I will be posting it um, on my story. 
every single page for people to see and then I mean I've already posted a lot of the designs that I'm using in the book on my Instagram so if you want to get an idea of that you can head over there and check it out um and then yeah like I said I will be posting more updates about like the exact date that it will be released I'll probably post on my face on my personal Facebook as well so um more updates to come on that all right, so I know this episode is not super structured or anything like that. I did just want to give a bunch of updates and kind of go into the topic of diabetes, mental health, and the holidays since it was recently Thanksgiving and obviously we have Christmas if you celebrate Christmas um, coming up. Well, that also goes for Thanksgiving because I realized that that's an American holiday. Um, but anyways, you know, it's the holiday season and things can get a little chaotic, especially with blood sugar management and all the food and all that that we eat and just, you know, your own family that in and of itself can be triggering. So I wanted to talk about that a bit. Um, I had an amazing Thanksgiving holiday with my aunts and some cousins and stuff like that. It was so, so great. But of course, um, I was around people that don't know much about diabetes. And so I had an opportunity, we'll call it, to just breathe through triggers and stuff like that. Um, I, at Thanksgiving dinner, had someone ask me, if my diabetes was in control and if you're diabetic then you know that that can be a super frustrating question because I it kind of just puts the all of the responsibility onto the person I would say like when someone asks me is your diabetes in control I think that's just a weird question because it's like how in control I am of my blood sugar actually isn't a reflection of how hard I'm trying and how hard I'm working at this. Like any diabetic knows that sometimes you have a roller coaster of highs and lows and there's so much happening and so much going on and like you are doing everything in your power. You are like checking your blood sugar every 30 minutes, like trying to take more insulin, trying to like change your pump site and see if it's that, trying to get different insulin and see if that's the issue. Like doing all these different things and it's still a roller coaster. So that's just a weird question. It's like, I can't, I mean, I can't do everything and, you know, it's not completely in my control. So that's kind of why diabetics find that question to be a bit difficult to answer. Um, But in this case, someone asked me that and honestly, all I said was, yeah, it's in control and nothing else. And that sounds kind of weird, but like that was the best thing I could have done because I have previously, like people ask me like a slight, a slightly annoying question about diabetes or like a slightly ignorant question about diabetes. And I will go into full blown explanation mode. I will explain, I will try to explain every single detail of what I go through and like just go into this like spiral of like trying to make someone understand something that they can't understand in a 10 minute conversation. And I've learned this over explaining is a trauma response. And I think it comes from just like the uncomfortableness of someone not understanding you or like misperceiving you or I don't know exactly what it is but I don't know and I think that at dinner like it felt 
so good for me to just like let that go and just be like I don't care like I do not care if someone understands completely what I go through every day completely what I completely what I deal with and what I have to go through and all these things about diabetes and blah 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 blah. like I don't care and like in that moment like I just wanted to enjoy my meal I didn't want to think about anything else like there's certain times where this could be a different scenario like I think that if someone is like genuinely asking questions and like they're curious about diabetes and they want to know more and you're in a space where you like feel like you want to help them understand and all that then that's different like you can totally take the time to help someone understand diabetes or have a new perspective of it but like in this case I was like I just want to enjoy my dinner and I don't care to sit here and like try to make someone understand this like I I'm just going to let it go. I'm just going to say yes. And even if it wasn't in control, I would have said, yep, I'm doing great. I'm doing doing fantastic. And just move on. Like, it's so freeing to just let that go and to just be like, I do not care if someone misunderstands this. I do not care. I'm not going to take my energy to try to make them understand something. Elsa and Anna, they said it best let it go. It's all good. Um, Aside from that, triggers will always come up because they're just constant opportunities to calm yourself down, I would say. I mean, that's like really how I've been looking at it is just like when people ask you ignorant questions, like it's just an opportunity to not react the way that you've always been reacting. Like, I tend to disassociate a bit and I don't even know how to explain it. I guess if you've ever done that before, then you know what I'm talking about, but it's kind of just like a freeze response to triggers um, of just like kind of shutting down. And at this point, like it, for me, it's not even about trying to change. It's more so like trying to be really aware of it and just like breathe through them Um not that long ago like I had someone ask me about um if I could eat certain foods and honestly like that just like sent me like I don't know what was going on that day but like that just like triggered me so badly like I I like felt myself like go into that like super defensive mode and I don't know with that I was just like it's fine like whatever like this the important thing is is that I recognized it and I noticed it and like I could, I could try to just like stop myself in that moment and be like, I'm, this is what I'm experiencing. Like, it's fine. I'm just going to like take some deep breaths and move on. And that has helped me a lot. So this is all just to say that, you know, in the holidays, triggers always come up. Honestly, any time of your life, triggers always come up and, There's many different types of triggers, especially related to diabetes and just in like the ones that I just mentioned, like, you know, people not understanding you, people just like not getting it and not understanding what you go through, all those things like, and I still experience that. So as I always say, just go super easy on yourself and 
just try to breathe through it, try to be aware of it, and try to move on. Um, you know, I think that my tactic worked pretty well at Thanksgiving dinner. Sometimes you don't need to over-explain yourself and you don't need to go into all the details of diabetes and everything that you're going through. Like, sometimes you just need to let it go and just, like, just give a simple response and then just change the subject and move on. Like, that has been self-care for me, is just, like, boundaries with, like, how much I'm explaining diabetes because obviously I'm on a podcast right now. So I'm someone who talks about diabetes all the time, but that doesn't mean that I have to make every single person in my life have the perspective that I have on that. And you don't either. So I will leave you all with that. Um, just enjoy your holidays. Uh, enjoy lots of carbs and be super nice to yourself. Rest a lot drink a lot of water. That's the best advice I have for you right now. Um, As always, you can follow me on TikTok and Instagram at Thriveabetic. I've been a little bit more active on TikTok, um, which has been kind of fun, but it's it's whatever. Uh, And then, like I said, check out my new website. It's thriveabetic.com. If you enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate it if you could give me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and or follow me on Spotify. That helps me a lot to be ranked on the list, get found by more people, all of that. And if you want to share this episode with a friend or family member or anyone, I would be super grateful for that as well. So thank you so much for listening and tuning in. And as I said at the beginning of this episode, I will be doing solo episodes for this coming season, just talking about mental health, talking about how I process things and get through them. And I hope that will be helpful to all of you. If you have any suggestions or topics that you would like to hear or just have a question that you kind of want to work through, Um, You can definitely email me at um, thriveabetic at gmail.com and maybe I'll end up doing an episode on it or I'll just email you back with some tips and tricks, something like that. But um, thank you so much again for listening and I'll be back next week.